What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Combat Zone. That's right, BW Sports One fans. It's powered by Rockstar Realty, 317-503-8322. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. Elite performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. 765-499-1005. Become elite at Elite Performance now. ElitePTIndy.com. Revved up tattoos. 317-537-2667. If you're looking for a new ink, new piercing, call my boy Todd at Revved Up Tattoos. 317-537-2667. And Bomb Burger Steak and Shake located at 7960 US 31 South in Indianapolis, Indiana. Bomb Burgers Steak and Shake. Round one, fight! What is going on, everybody? It is your boy, The Lion, here again with another episode of Combat Zone. And today, we are graceful. We are graced. Graced. God, I can't even talk. You got me all flustered here, guys. We are graced (laughs) by the presence of champions right here. Leadership champions. Britain, the feeling heart. Joey, the Mexicutioner. Beltran, how we doing, guys? I'm doing good. Yeah, we're great. We're great. It's Monday. We're ready to start fight week for for Joey. So he's ready to do some smashing here on Saturday. That's right. Hillbilly Hammer. So we're excited for that. And then um, definitely working hard and got goals and big plans in the future. So after he does his thing on the 26th, we're going to be steamrolling into my fight on uh, the 23rd of July. Yes, and I can't wait to see both of these fights for sure, definitely. Uh, this Saturday, as you said, they moved this fight uh, event from Fridays normally to a Saturday. Hopefully that brings out more people since uh, Florida is allowing you know things to kind of open back up as they should. So the world wants to know, how did Bell and the Bell become together here? Oh, wow. Well, you know, we say it time and time again, we really think that the universe wants us to be together and and has really planned it out. But I guess you can look at, you know, Nate Shook being an awesome matchmaker and and placing our seats side by side because we both Uh went um, to a VKFC event, um, I guess riding solo, and our chairs were next to each other. And so we were like, well... You know, I told him I was scared that, well, not scared, but nervous to commentate. And um, Joey just started giving me all his wisdom on all his commentating bouts and how to do it. And we ended up making a game out of it. And it was super fun. And, you know, we we went to this little place called the Mermaid Bar. And I kind of 
opened up my life story and he just listened and afterwards he wasn't like oh shit this girl's nuts he was like wow, <laughs> she's a feeling she's fantastic so he really got me and and that sparked uh you know uh, a really magical bond between us and we kept it um you know and he followed me in my journey to um beating Paige Van Sant. he was right there and uh, I didn't even really realize how much he was there and how part he was actually a, a way bigger part of that Paige Van Sant fight than I uh, I even realized at the time because it was so just nonchalant and organic and the fact that he was just being you know he was just there and, and super supportive and then after the fight you know it was really then when I got to see that you know how magical Joey really was so I came uh, um, down to uh, come to Miami, and he had every goals and intention of kidnapping me. And so <laughs> I guess like Beauty and the Beast, here I am, locked up in his castle. <laughs> well, guys, I'm not going to lie. You know, before we all saw you guys together, you didn't have the same smiles as you guys both do now. So it's awesome to see you guys coming together and bringing the happiness and enjoyment out of each other. Now, Joey... We've seen you on some TikTok videos and some dance moves. Are those uh, are those a normal everyday move around the house? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, can't, I I will say this, and you can you can ask my friends or my coaches because they've been my cornermen who have been friends with me since I was a kid. I always know how to dance. I have good rhythm. I have good footwork. Obviously. I can fight. So, yeah, it's not a big deal to just take that and apply it to the world of TikTok with, you know, whatever. I just think of it like this. Like, if I don't dance, there's some other dudes going to dance with so I better fucking dance with her. Well, I'm glad you are helping people like myself out who are very, uh, let's say, dis discombobulated on the feet sometimes, you know. Um, you're doing great out there. The world's loving you guys out there. Like I said, it's awesome to see you guys smile the way you do now with you guys being together. Congratulations on that. Now kind of, uh, Joey, you've never been, we're popping your cherry here on combat zone. Britain's been on here a couple times. So let the BW sports one world know if they don't obviously know who Joey, the Mexican of Beltron is, give us a little quick recap of your career. Oh, man. Well, I've been fighting professionally since 2007. Uh, <clears throat> I fought MMA for years and years and years. Uh, fought in the UFC uh, for four years and fought in Bellator for another three. And then I thought I was retired, um, to be honest with you. And then uh, took like a last second, last notice money fight out in Russia against Sergey Karatanov, who, if people don't know who that is, that's like one of the best guys ever come out of that place. Um, and and I fought Sergey on five weeks notice and went all three rounds and lost the decision, but I was like, okay, but dude, if I can roll off the couch and fight this guy to a decision, I still have some gas left in the tank. Mm -hmm. So I started training and started losing weight and, and it was mindset that I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to keep going. And then um, I, for whatever reason, I couldn't get any fights. I couldn't get any uh, regional shows uh, to give me any love. Because at this point, I had been cut by Bellator, so 
I was going to have to get a couple smaller shows, smaller level wins to get back into a big show. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't fucking, I couldn't get any luck. And so then one of my old coaches randomly hit me up. He's like, hey, uh, these bare knuckle people are about to sign, about to sign back, you know, Rowdy Beck. And, and we were teammates back then. And he's mm-hmm. like, they're about to sign back. Would you be interested in doing some shit like this? <laughs> you know, I, like, I mean, hey, man, it sounds like fun to me, you know. Uh, and I can't get any MMA fights, so fuck it, let's go. Right. And then that's how that went. And I went. And the funny thing is, is, is like originally the original opponent that I was supposed to have was supposed to be a 4 0 pro boxer named Sam Shoemaker. And uh, so I did my little research on him way back when, way back in 2018. So I knew who Sam was way back then. And then uh, a couple weeks later, then it got switched. Oh, now I'm going to fight Tony Lopez, which is great because. Well, yeah, you're familiar with from the yeah, MMA yeah. world. And I knew I would whoop his ass in a fight that he couldn't fucking kick me or he couldn't or he couldn't grab me and hold on for dear life. Right. I would whoop his ass. So I was super happy that I get to get my get my hands on him and he can only use his hands. So I was like, oh yeah, I want that fight for sure. And then we went out there and, and had that crazy bloody war. You know, the rest is history, as they say. So did it kind of just fall into your blood after that then it's like wow yeah. okay this bare knuckle shit's real absolutely you know and so but then like it was and then so then the next fight was was only a couple like literally we fought in june and the next fight was in august for the tournament i had to fight arnold adams and i remember going into that and my hands were tender still and i was like fuck that was rough uh it has such a quick turnaround but i was like whatever man i i gotta do it and um, and I had that same like mindset and approach that I have with Tony Lopez. Like, oh, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna go and take his head off. I'm gonna come. And and Arnold Adams is a fucking real crafty, slick defensive guy, and and he sliced me up really bad the first round. And then, you know, I ended up losing in the fourth round. The ref finally stopped it. So after that fight, I was really pissed. I'm like, okay, well, I gotta like really make some adjustments if I'm going to have any kind of longevity in this sport. And ultimately, I think I have, you know, I've done a really good job of uh, improving my, my, my head movement and my defense. Well, you haven't lost since then. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm doing all, I'm doing something right, I guess. (laughs) So Britton, how does it feel training with Joey, being able to take out some of those, no, it's your turn to do the dishes type uh, things from home. Oh, man. I I told him yesterday we were sparring by the pool, and um, we've been really good at pushing each other, just, to, you know, sparring like 10 rounds, just play, you know, for fun. But even then, you know, sometimes Joey's really great in the fact that he coaches me excellent. He's a really excellent coach, and, you know, is very patient that way. And then he's also the fun, I think we really developed our relationship into, you know, it's kind of fun. Like he was joking around saying how the cops were going to be called and <laughs> then he had to ease up on me because he was giving me too many body shots. And then I'm like joking with him, telling him he hits like a bitch. Uh-oh. Like, oh. Uh-oh. So we, we, we have fun with it. Like we're super competitive and fun and it's always, I mean, it's, it's been different and it's, you know, it's changed on 
sometimes we're freaking serious. Like the serious look is both in our eyes and even inspiring and you're working, we're super serious. And then sometimes we're like, you know, we're playful, but we're still doing our thing. And we're right. like, you know, says it's like going into the matrix. Like, you know, sometimes when you're happy is when you move the best and you're like, oh, gotcha. And, you know, you're we're just doing what we love. So we are playing, we're taking it serious, but we're having fun because it is something that we're passionate and that we both actually enjoy punching people in the face and getting hit. So it's cool that we can share that together. But I will tell you this, it's always good. Always, always, always good. And you don't get that a lot of the times. Like, you know, I've seen before, especially with females, I've seen in gym, they get hit too hard and they'll be like, why'd you hit me that hard? Or they get all, you know, or again, like you said, you know, Joey doesn't put the toilet seat down at the end, of, you know, at, at the end of the day. And I'm going to go in the ring and be like, put the right. damn toilet seat down, hit him really hard a couple of times. But no, we don't, we don't, we don't have any of that though. I really think we, we just freaking... Any chance we get to work with each other is just another reason why, one, we love each other, and two, why we know that we're made for each other and perfect. Because after training each and every time, I really feel like we can look at each other and say that we got something valuable or at least had a fun experience or moment while working together. So never, you know, I think we were at Belfast together and people were watching us and we were actually really had the heat turned up and they were like whoa this is how this is how this couple handles arguments but (laughs) you know really it's cool that they think that but honestly me and joey really don't we're just you know are you i think that we're on the same page about a lot of things and um if there is something that we argue about it's really honestly the fact that we're both fighters under a lot of stress with the promotion that you know, every fighter knows has to deal with these stresses of the fights being moved and changed and, you know, all the drama with that. And sometimes that can be stressful and it, and, and it sets bad. It has nothing to do with our relationship. We both realize that at the end of the day. So we really don't have anything to really whoop up on each other and practice on anyways. So, Joey, she's telling you, make sure you throw your dirty clothes in the hamper and do not leave that damn toilet seat up. <laughs> so it's never gonna change it's gonna stay no. the same forever i don't know nope. <laughs> i know exactly how he goes you know i got a <laughs> wife at home and two kids and i totally understand it so britain kind of going to your match here in about a month july 23rd i believe and it's around the tampa area if i'm not mistaken and yeah. it's against Jenny Savage. Now, if everybody remembers watching Knuckle Mania, after you were able to get that win, you're in your after your post-fight um, interview in the middle of the ring, and somebody comes in and kind of gets up in your face. Now, was it was there animosity before that exchange, or was it built up and then all of a sudden it just kind of came right then? I don't know. She's really freaking weird to be honest like i remember so this is how i don't know who the girl is never heard of her before ever and then um i find out she's fighting sheena star and they asked me to commentate for it mm-hmm. and i was like okay so again this is when this is like kind of cool because it's putting all the pieces together and this was the fight that i was just telling you that joey was like 
kind of trying to help me commentate for. So I was super like, again, I was kind of nervous thinking about commentating for this female fight and wanting to do a good job. And I wanted to look at it as a very neutral, you know, not like I was one-sided or right. didn't have the knowledge. So anyways, um, I thought I did a really good job and you know, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a blast. It was super cool. And you know, I think that during my commentating, I think that I did exactly what I just said. I was very neutral. I gave props to Sheena and then I gave props to Jenny. And then at the end of the fight, I walked over to her and I was like, well, your best man, I, I came out like weird because I was just excited, but I was like, your overhand is your best shot. Like you have a sick overhand, which she does have a good overhand. And, um, you know, that was the one that was landing and catching up. So I was just really just paying another female a compliment and saying her overhand was her best punch. She looked at me and was like, that's not my best punch. You haven't even seen my best punch yet. And just got like super defensive, like right off gate. Then it like caught me off guard. So I kind of looked at her and I was like, uh, well, it definitely wasn't your jab. So I kind of like came back at her with like, what, the, you know, why would you, it caught me off guard. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm all smiles. I'm coming up to you being nice saying your overhand is your best shot. And instantly it's, that's not my best shot. You haven't seen my best shot yet. And I'm like, whoa, bitch, it's definitely not your job. So keep, you know, back to the lab you go, I guess. What the fuck? And then from that, I just like, you know, chopped it up, whatever. And then when I was on the plane, I had a couple of people come up to me. They're like, whoa, what did you do to Jenny Savage? And I was like, I didn't do anything. What did she, what did she do? And they kind of relayed the story and said that she was, uh, going around telling everyone that I came up to her and said that the only punch she had was the overhand. And if she wanted to misconstrue it that way and hear it that way, whatever. But I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. So I kind of didn't care and didn't think much of it again. I was like, well, you know, whatever. So the water well, at that time too, at that time, everybody was trying to figure out who was going to be able to be the one to introduce Paige Van Zant to bare knuckle fighting championship, because I don't believe that you at that point had been named the actual opponent. Right. Correct. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of why I went down there too. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it was Jenny. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think Jenny was a threat at all. And I wasn't worried about her. I was more pissed off at Sheena star because Sheena star had made, um, some posts about, I'm going to derail Paige Van Sant's train, like the alpha male thing or, you know, whatever that quote that was going around that she was basically saying that team alpha was running the chain train on page and you know it was kind of like whatever it was kind of distasteful and disrespectful but someone had said something and basically sheena came out and was like well britain sucks at shit talking so someone's got to do it and i want that fight because i need money and you know she started a whole thing well that friend screenshotted me what she said talking shit and i was kind of pissed off about it because i'm like me and Sheena, I thought were cool. So the fact that she's behind my back, say like talking stuff that she, I don't feel like she should have said, I kind of got pissed off and I was like, well, if that's how you think, I'm going to make sure that I'm at your fight. So when I thought she was going to win, oddly enough, but when, uh, you know, if anyone had some funny business and wanted to say, hey, Paige, you're next, I was going to have every intention of jumping up and be like, oh, hell no, I claim that first. 
And I actually made like a threatening tweet and post about it and everything. I said, you know, the type of fighter I'm raised to be is I don't make phone calls and threaten you. I don't post shit on Facebook. I show up at your front door asking you what's up. And that's basically what I was doing by going to that DKFC event, which I don't know if anyone recalls, but that was actually my first time I've ever been to an event Mm -hmm. that I wasn't fighting at. And it was really just to put some bitch in her place if she thought that she was going to say that she was going to take my fight. But then it backfired and she lost and Jenny won. I was like, oh, whatever. But that girl just cried in the middle of the ring and she didn't do anything and say anything about Paige Manson. So I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm in. I'm sliding in there. And then when people were like, oh, no, Paige says she's going to fight or uh, Jenny's going to fight Paige. I remember someone again, you know, because this world is a, you know, a shady little world. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone sent me some screenshots and I was like, whoa, let me go check this shit out. So I went to go type her name in and it didn't come up. And I was like, oh, she blocked me right off the gate. Like, what did I do? So, you know, whatever. That's the, if you really want to figure stuff out, you're going to figure it out. So um, I saw that she was pushing for it and I ended up saying, you know, what I had to say on it. I was pretty pissed off because I felt like, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but again, the truth always comes out in the end and the people that are really fucking shady and DKFC, I know who they are and, you know, we can smile and play games and, you know, whatever. But then the day, if you're talking shit about me by my back, I'm a good person and I never burn any bridges. So because I'm such a good person and I'm a real person, it pays off in the end because if you talk shit about me or say something to the wrong person, they're going to come back and show me because they want to protect me and watch out for me and make sure that I know you know, what's up. So anyways, that's kind of what happened. So when I kind of found wind of that, that's when I was like, you know what? At first I was going to let it go. And I had a lot of people saying just, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. You're not going to get the page fight. Just wait for it to come around the second time. And then I actually had one of my coaches kind of spark a fire under me and was like, no, fuck that. You called her out. She came into the ring on your victory speech. You could have been thanking your friends, your family, your sponsors. You could have been thanking anyone. But Paige Vincent got in the ring and stole your limelight yet again, which is something that I guess is just recurring to happen to me. And if she's going to step in line and say, hey, this is an easy fight, that's the fight to make, that's it. You went out there, you whipped Randine's ass. You put on a boxing clinic. You showed that you're ready and the skills are good for it. You called her out and then she met that challenge. Don't you let anyone take it away from you. So when I made that live video and it showed that, you know, everyone messaged me. They're like, dude, you just sold like, you know, the fight's yours. And it was, it was that live video that everyone credits me actually getting that page fight. So then once, um, I actually remember someone called me to congratulate me and they're like, well, you did it, Britain. And they're like, Jenny's going to be so pissed off and Jenny's gonna be this and Jenny's not gonna and I was just like who the fuck cares about Jenny Savage like at the end of the day that's what I'm going back to who the fuck cares about that girl like she was a nobody in the beginning she came in and beat Sheena Star and 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 you know, and then afterwards decided to make a whole mess of things. And she's so freaking hypocritical, man. She goes on there and she's like, you know, she says that she's by be, I'm um, going to fight me. And it's someone who thinks I can fight just because I beat someone who can't fight. And then it's like, well, who are you? Like you're one and own bare knuckle after beating Sheena star, which almost anybody can beat Sheena star. And, um, it was just ridiculous that she she wants to be one and oh and she feel, feels that she can uh cast shade on other people and um you know i've heard a couple of stories like i said people come out 
and it's not really my business or place to say, but I can tell you this. I've had a lot of people message me saying, please whoop the dog breaks off that girl because she did this, this and that and A, B and C. And it all involves with her running her mouth or being jealous and not being able to handle, you know, anyone getting something over her. So it kind of seems like they have a common trend. So, you know, anyways, again, when I fought Paige, she was a nobody again to me in the fact that, you know, she just seemed like she was bratty child who didn't get the flavor of ice. She didn't get two scoops instead of one scoop in the ice cream shop. So I kind of just dismissed it. But then, and because I didn't pay her no mind, it really did throw me off when I saw her in the ring when I beat Paige Manson. When she came in, I really, truly didn't know who she was. Like, I literally have not paid her any mind. That my face, if you, like, replay that little scene, my face is like, who is, like, I'm, like, really trying to figure out who this random prostitute is coming, <laughs> coming up in the ring looking fucking like she's ready for Halloween or something. And and it was it was very instant and quick and, you know, whatever. I poured water on her, which I've seen some people say, oh, how classy is that? But it's like, yeah, you know, again, that whole thing, I just, you know, battled five rounds against Paige and my damn teeth hanging out of my mouth. Like, that was hard. You know, I have a wire in the back, so I'm worried about those things falling out. I just want to spit them out, but they're hanging there. So, you know, I'm going through the pain and feelings of all that stuff and then winning and then this girl comes up. So, you know, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, it was an act of passion. Shit happens, but I don't know why she was allowed in the ring ever. So it's kind of been one of those things, you know, I know some people are salty, like, oh, we shouldn't reward negative behavior and, you know, forget her. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, she is somebody who is in BKFC. She's someone who thinks that she can fight and thinks that she can hang with the best and thinks she's worthy of being at the top. So I'm here to put her back in her place and let her know what everyone else sees and thinks of her. So I'm happy well, to do that. I mean, you know, I don't know Jenny, obviously, from anybody else. Um you know, not taking anything away from her, but personally, I thought after the Paige V and Sant fight, you should have been rewarded the vacant or the rematch between Beck Rollins or yeah, Beck Rollins and you for the title, or take it away from her and put it up against you and whoever they want to. But that's where I thought it was gonna go. It's obviously not. It's going against Jenny here July 23rd. And I can't wait to see you uh, out there and focused on your goals right there in front of you and move on after that to the next episode. And I hope that is a, it is a title shot against whoever they want to throw at you. I agree. I definitely agree. And trust me, I've been pushing. I've been begging for it. I want the title. I know everybody wants it. It's vacant and sitting there. Why not? You know, so hopefully – Hopefully, um, from the talks of it, is that, you know, have this fight and that, you know, really the rematch against Beck. I, I know that Beck's saying that she wants to come back. And um, I know that there's a little clause in there that when she comes back, that she gets the immediate title shot. And, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to still be at the top and ready for it and waiting for it. And I welcome that rematch more than anything because I know, you know, again, I'm super happy to take out undefeated fighters. And I have been doing that here since August of last year. And I'm on this win streak. And I feel like I'm, I've am i really zoned in on who I am as a fighter. 
And not only that, to kind of go back and fix my redemptions with a lot of um, blemishes that I have early in my career from from going through freaking rock bottom shit, from being in personal turmoil. I mean, I was fighting a lot of fights that not many people realized that I was going through. And I was looked to boxing to save my life to kind of keep me out of there. And even though maybe they didn't reflect in wins, they reflected in something bigger that is what you guys are being able to see today and that I learned so much from failing and being knocked down and from living and having a claw and scratch and fight my way up from rock bottom to the top that I can one appreciate way more that why I'm here and the reason why I'm here and that I was able to do it through like way worse so now having Joey beside me being a boxer being I mean this is It's crazy sometimes I think about it, like some of these motivational videos that I watched on like, you know, this isn't meant, my my life isn't meant to to struggle and sleep out of my car and, and, and pay for gas and quarters. Like that's not who I'm meant to be. And I'm not meant to have, you know, somebody tell me I'm a piece of trash and no one's ever going to want to be me, be with me and no one's ever going to be able to you know, handle my personality or handle this. And, you know, all those mean negative things that I heard years and years ago. Now it's like I'm with someone every day who tells me I'm beautiful and strong and the best fighter ever. And I I know he's not saying it just to say it because it sounds good. I know he believes in me. And, um, you know, we eat really good and we're awesome. And in my life, I I literally have everything I ever you know, ever could have dreamed and hoped of. And, and to me, that's even a bigger why now that not when my life is shit and sucks and I'm fighting just to survive and prove something. But now that I'm, I'm fighting because I earned it and I got here because I still believe in it. You had that feeling inside of you all along. And now that feeling is made known to the world. And we love seeing it. Brayton Hart, July 23rd, going up against Jenny Savage, folks. You will not want to miss that fight. Joey, we are a couple days away from the next title defense at 205 in bare knuckle against Sam Shoemaker. Now, one question I have for you starting off is the first one is, do you think Sam Shoemaker is worthy of, to have this shot at your title because I know that there has been talks out amongst the heavyweight division that says he's not. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't really pay attention. To be honest, too. I, I sign. I fight who they sign up. Who, who the contract tells me that's who I'm supposed to fight. I really don't give a shit if it's Sam. You know... It's like a rotating head, rotating head. I don't really care where it lands. Sam Shoemaker, Josh Burns, Dylan Kleckler, like they're all just names. They're all just names. And, you know. That's the that's the words of a champion, right? A true yeah. warrior doesn't give a shit who they put in front of them. They're just gonna do what they came to do every time, day in and day out, right? Basically. Basically, you know, like I don't yeah, you know, there's only there's a few out there. <clears throat> Really, there's really only one guy that personally I want to fucking fight his ass. Uh, I just kind of like him as a person. But other than that, I really don't care. I really don't care. Well, who's that person? Oh, Arnold Adams. Okay, all right. I don't like, I don't like that fool. I don't like his. I don't like who he is as a person. <laughs> he's like, he's like he plays both sides. He plays like 
oh, you know, like we're, we're cool, you know, you know, you know, we're cool. We're just, we just gotta talk shit to sell fights. Like, no, no, I don't believe that. Like, no, you're gonna fucking, you're either gonna be cool and be and be cool, be be cool when you're in my face. You better fucking be cool when the camera's on. And I'm not there to defend myself. But no, you're gonna act like a little bitch and talk shit when I'm not there. And, and like, so then you're gonna be a little bitch. That's who. That's the role you're gonna play. You're a little bitch. End of story. There you go. End of story. You know. I so, see the I see the smoke coming out of your ears when we talk about them. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> but other than him, and you know, and it's like, other than him, I don't really care who it is. It's all business, <laughs> right? It's all business. Yeah, it's all business. It's so all- what? Well, what are you looking forward to in this fight with Shoemaker? I mean, obviously, you know, you've been around the bare knuckle scene long enough. You don't have to worry about the necessary, uh, you know, coming from MMA, jumping into this, worrying about, okay, I'm used to taking shots and taking legs and the stuff like that. Now you don't have to worry about that. So what do you see coming from Sam Shoemaker that you're preparing yourself for? I mean, I think that he, how can I say this? It's like he doesn't really have anything that I haven't had to deal with before or I haven't had to come against before. Um, I think that there's people there's people that do what he does well better that I've already fought and I've gone against. Um, you know, there's people that, that are bigger and stronger than him. There's people that are faster than him, that move better. Uh, people that have same similar knockout power as Sam, you know? So, you know, I, but by no means do I take him lightly. I'm very, very aware of the danger of the situation that I'm walking into Saturday night. You know, I have a very, a very high level of respect for the situation that I'm walking into. Right. So I'm definitely prepared. I'm definitely going to have my hands up, chin down, fucking eyes wide open. But I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to take him out, man. I'm just going to take him out. And whether it take... I have a couple of different things that I visualize. I I think I think I'll get him in the third round. I think I'm going to get him in the third round. But then also, you know, it may be Sam, like, like I said, like he said, and it's very, very... The best Sam Shoemaker ever shows up. Good. Good. I welcome the five-round fucking zombie fight where we're both covered in blood and have our skull wide split open. Like, I love that shit. I love that shit. I want the viral fight. I want the fight that on Monday morning people are going to work. Holy fuck, did you see that fight? Did you see that main event? That's what I want. I'm okay with that. So, I know that, that, uh, you know, I embrace the pain. I embrace the war. It's about to happen, you know? So... All good, bro. Well, I know I am very, very excited <laughs> to watch this card and see this fight coming up this Saturday, June 26th. BKFC app. What is it? BKTV, correct? Yeah. BKTV. Okay. You have a uh, promo code for you guys. Is it is it Bell and the Bell yet? I mean, have they put that together? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I think he's too pretty to be that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was just I was just throwing the names out there. You guys can pick which one of you wants beauty and which one of you wants beast, you know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Britain, you have been on here before. We have done rapid knockout. 
Joey, this is your first time, so we're going to do rapid knockout with you. Five questions that have absolutely nothing to do with the fight game. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. Number one, favorite food? Um, I mean, the first thing that came to my mind is pizza. Okay, what do you like on top of it? Uh, I'm like a meat lover's type pizza, so like everything like sausage and turkey and ham and all that shit. Good. Good answer. I don't miss many meals either, so I'm perfect with sharing a pizza with you, sir. <laughs> Question number two. Other than the fight world and combat sports, if you had to pick a sport either to participate in or to watch, what do you go to? Oh, oh, no combat sports? Damn, that's rough. I know. That took away, that took away damn near the whole life, you know? I know, right. I know. Uh, I, I I like football. I haven't watched football in a long time. Like, so if you had a team, who would you pick? Saying, Who's your NFL team? Raiders. Okay, thank God you didn't say the Cowboys, because me and you was gonna go at it, man. <laughs> no, Raider Nation. That that okay. still holds true, you know. Even though the Raiders are like, a, they're like having a heroin addict for a older brother. You, know? you love them, <laughs> but you know they're gonna let you down. Have you been by the new stadium yet? Have you seen I've that monstrosity? I've only driven past it, man. Oh really man, been. I've seen I've seen pictures from the outside. I haven't seen it, you know, pictures from inside other than TV. But I've heard it's fantastic looking. Third question: Other than training and combat sports, again, what's your favorite hobby? Uh, We're coming with the curveballs today, brother. I know. I know. Uh, probably like art, drawing. Drawing, you, so are you a, are you a character drawler? Or do you just kind of draw uh, portraits, or you know, so what do you it's draw? Like, what do you like? Kind of like whatever. Just honestly, like whatever. Like he made this manatee superhero one time that was <laughs> super freaking cool. So we need a picture of that. We need to get a picture of that. Oh, I, I know. So I need sorry. to. It's really, really good. It's like a manatee with a, you know, a shell with spikes on it and laser flipper fins and see i like it it's got the blood on it (laughs) it sounds like you get a calling for after your fight uh career is over man put a comic book together i know i know i know all right question number four what's on executioner's playlist what is your go-to music whether it be genre group or individual what do you like uh classic rock Classic rock. Give me a group. Give me give me something. Uh, the Doors. Okay. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. I mean, you and I are right there at the same age, so I, I feel that, you know, being around the parents at the cookouts when we were younger, stuff uh, like that be jamming out. I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah. Question number five. Last one for you, Joey. Whether it be personal side or in the sports or entertainment realm, who was your role model growing up? Um, definitely, like, in terms of sports, it was Julio Cesar Chavez. Okay. Uh, just, I remember, like, when he fought, like, the world stopped. Like, it was, it was awesome. Like, I remember, like, the whole apartment complex. Like, we had one TV that was, like, we'd put in the middle of the complex, and everybody's, like, all, like, the, like, all the families would get together and, like, share food and, like, all... We'd all be running around. 
through the whole undercard, and then once Chavez came on, boom! Like we, everyone was at the TV. And nice. I remember like good memories. I also remember like fucking crying, literally going to the bathroom and crying when he lost to Frankie Randall. Like, I, like, I get it. Fuck it world all about now <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you put you proved a good point there one sport one person one quote-unquote icon can bring a community together yeah. as one in a peaceful positive manner to enjoy however long that lasts and that's awesome that's a great memory to have like you said it it holds obviously true in your heart and your head still so i like it man i like it britain Here's your rapid knockout question of the day. We're just going to give you one, okay? Oh, man, okay. I know. Out of all the time you've spent with Joey, what is the best date environment, like as in restaurant or something, that you guys have went on? Oh, man. That's a really good one. Here, hold on. Let me see it again. Ready? Curveball. (laughs) Oh, man, there's so many good ones. Uh there really is, but I think the number one that um, I go to, and I really mean this, there's so many good ones, it's so hard to pick one, but I think the one that stands out the most is um, here when we were down in Florida, we drove down to like Key Biscayne, and we went and we um, like saw all these tropical fish in the water, and you know, we saw this lighthouse and we walked around and, you know, we did crazy stuff, you know, with like, yeah, <laughs> it was great. Got that moment. She was about to go into deep detail and I, I'm, you know, honestly, I'm glad that you pulled itself out of that one because I would have started getting red. Joey would have started blushing. <laughs> So funny so it was, it was everything it was everything in our relationship it's it was romantic it was active it was discovering new world it was that feeling funny oh yeah it was definitely that feeling and by the end of the day i mean it was like i know i just absolutely fall in love with this man every day but that one was one of my top moments it was perfect well, there you go, Joey. Now I painted the picture for you later. You know, whenever certain <laughs> things come down the road, you'll know where to take her. Hint, hint. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. That is my spot. So, see, there you go. All right, guys, the floor is yours. Who would you like to thank? Any sponsors, friends, family, followers, everything? It's now is your time, guys. Yeah, oh, well, I, we're here to pick up our meal plan at Spartan reps in Miami, Florida. So big shout out to them. So we're super happy to get our week's meal for the most important week building up to to this main event fight going on for Joey and uh, some other people at Boxar. So big shout out to Boxar in Miami and the fighters that are going to be fighting on the car like Monty, Hector, Eddie, um, famous um, let's see, who else am I? Zedeno. Yeah. So so we're super excited. Big shout out to them um, and the people here in Miami. Um, shout out to Royal Kratom. They've been, definitely been helping us through this fight camp. Hit five um, has been a huge help to our CBD recovery, Chapman Wellness. Um, and, uh, you know, um, we have this awesome CBD inhaler that kind of gets us 
um, right that way. And so that's been really fun using that. The cryo room, which has been helping us recover with using the sauna and their cryo beds and therapy and everything like that. So it's just been amazing. Those people, I mean, there's been a ton of people supporting us and believing in us. So huge thank you to each and every one that we can't name. But those are the top go-tos that really made a difference this particular camp. I like that. You mentioned the cryo room and Joey's eyes closed and was picturing himself in that recovery room. Just, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, we love that place. They're amazing. And they're super cool. Low key, that's a couple that runs it. So it's a um, wife and husband duo that runs the, and they're just amazing. So they're super inspiration that power couples get the job done. Nice, nice. Well, guys, again, thank you for taking some time out in this fight week, Joey. Good luck. Do your thing. We want to watch you succeed and have that arm raised. And, Britton, I'm sure that you and I will be talking once that July 23rd date gets a little closer. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us. And, again, this is Combat Zone. Until then, we are out. Out.